all questions of workplace slash industrial relations are a quid pro quo. I give you something, you give me something in return. Maybe um, Santos and its workforce has struck the perfect balance with its nine-day week because everyone seems to win out of it. Steve Sharp is a workplace environment and resilience expert, and uh, we've got him on the line now to talk about the the, the new Santos agreement. Um, Steve, good morning. This is really interesting the way it's come about because by his own admission, Kevin Gallagher, the Santos boss, said he was a sceptic, a cynic about all of this, and um, they did a trial. Productivity's gone up and everyone's happier. Yeah, morning, guys. It's um, it's certainly a contradiction to what you would normally normally think, but I think the war on talent these days is just immense. And when I talk to business owners and leaders, trying to find and retain great people is is really the battleground. And so I think Santos has kind of struck the balance between, you know, helping people find balance and and well being in life, um, but also creating more focus. Mm. during work hours and when you read you know the media releases from from the you know the commentary from employees that's exactly what they're saying is they're 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 more motivated and focused at the time that they are at work because they know uh that they've got that extra time to balance with life and whether that's spending time with family or getting things done that they would normally have to do on a saturday and sunday they're all very happy about it do you think that we're going to be seeing much more of this when you've got companies like Santos that, you know, historically has, has probably been regarded as the least likely to go down this path? If, if a company like Santos is doing it, it, it sort of raises the question, what's the end point? Well, imagine what Santos's competitors are thinking now. Yeah. Right? In terms of the war on talent, I absolutely think we're going to see more and more of this. And when you look at... Uh, What's happened to the the, the four day week um, across the globe? That's an emerging kind of trend as well, where more and more businesses are, are really getting into, you know, should we focus on the time we've got the people, or should we focus on the productivity and output, mm. um, and 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 structure our weeks around that? When you look at the stats, you know, not only from Santos on the nine day week, but certainly the four day week. Some of the stats that are coming out of those trials, not only in Australia but in the UK and Europe too, are just phenomenal around, you know, the increase in productivity, the decrease in absenteeism, uh, the increase in retention, uh, employees feeling a whole lot better and much more loyal to the company that they're working. I absolutely think this is a trend that we're going to see continue. Steve, we had a text earlier from Trevor who said, I remember working longer days for a nine-day fortnight back in the back in the 80s and perhaps that fell into disuse in recent years. But the whole idea now is that people don't want to work the longer uh, longer hours in a shorter work week. It's to keep the same hours. Is, is that going to be the trend that we see or will people fall into, I need to complete all my work so the longer days may just creep back in normally? Well... I think there could be that that creep, but what we're seeing from 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 Santos and the other studies is is there's very little increase in hours because I think the critical issue that I've that I've seen across this is is all of these types of trials and continuations of whether it's nine day or 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 four day is done with high collaboration with the employees, so it's not just the business coming out saying right everybody we're going to do this. 
there's there's actually a lot of work and effort put into collaborating with everyone in the organisation about how it's going to work, uh, and then the monitoring processes. So if there is creep in terms of, of, of hours, the business is across that and constantly reviewing it. And, and, and so I think the, the, the smarts and the processes and the discussions that are being put into how we design these for particular businesses is really detailed. And I think that's probably the difference that we're seeing today than in previous times. Steve Sharp, uh, workplace environment and resilience expert. Thanks very much for joining us this morning uh, for your analysis. Steve in uh, Bellevue Heights has called in on this. Steve, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I hope you're all well. You too, um, mate. Look, I, yeah, when I was working in Mitsubishi, we were on a nine-day fortnight. I was doing it for uh, all the years on, but I worked there, and everyone uh, went along with it well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gave you one extra day off. A fortnight. Steve, so did, did you ever go back to working, uh, well, full-time, I guess, so a 10-day fortnight? Well, what? I actually now work as a carer, um, and the hour in-house, which is very different hours. Mm. But, uh, I mean, look, I never had a problem with it. I mean, the only problem I ever really had was actually the traffic uh, finishing work. <laughs> but um, that aside, I mean, it's, you know, you don't really notice too much the extra half hour. You actually notice a half hour less you did on the ninth day. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the way it broke down was that you did eight days at eight and a half hours, one day at eight hours, which worked out to 76 a fortnight. Yeah. Thank Good you, system. Steve. Nine-day fortnight at uh, Mitsubishi. A couple of texts along that line. Someone says, as a tradie, I'd love a nine-day week, but that ain't happening. Uh, I was thinking about people who are self-employed, like the odour yeah. of having any days off ever would strike them as fanciful. I mean, if you're running a coffee shop and you're listening to this conversation, you're probably muttering over your uh, yeah, steam... Because ca- cafe owners... milk thing called. And, local, called. and small business owners work, you know, 16-day fortnights. They work all hours. Yeah, yeah, overtime. for sure. They've got to do it all. Every so, time they take a holiday, they're losing day. That's right. Lindsay here says, good morning, guys. Santos' decision to a nine-day week, does this apply to the people working 12-hour days in treacherous conditions in the fields, rigs and mines, or only the ones who work currently 50% from home and always in air-conditioned comfort? Mm, mm. Good point. Uh, has Santos, Santos hasn't detailed specifically the uh, the therefore new conditions for those who are out on their mines? No, well, some people are, are actually not eligible for it. Right. So people working in the field... Yeah, they're not eligible. So there's 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 a sort of white collar blue collar split on this. Joe from Gawler makes a good point. Uh, Pembo, I'd rather have service station flowers than no flowers at all uh, for any occasion. Mm. And uh, one here from Steve asking, um, is the term "doing a Barnaby" going to enter the vernacular? It should. It <laughs> totally should. should. How how was your Friday night? Oh mate, I ended up full Barnaby. Another, People know what you're talking about. Another term we've we've reintroduced is fairy bread gate. We are chatting fairy bread gate with the education minister after the eight thirty news. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.